It is so well defined. What we have to do today? We gotta go to work. We gotta do right offense. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, all of Feliz, everything, NFL is back, everyone, Wade and Ryan here, NFL in London, it is week 16 preview, where we look back at, uh, at what we're going to look back at week 15, ahead to week 16, and wishing you the happiest of holidays, Christmas, COVID, everything you want. we have football. At least, at least we have football. have football, if we didn't, you guys would not Because every day we're losing so much more, it feels, so it thank is. God... It still hasn't. That thank God the new strain is going to hit right when baseball season starts. Well, apparently the new, <laughs> from what I've heard about the new strain, the Patriots have just signed it. So yeah, I don't yeah, even yeah. know what's going to happen. Gonna be, yeah, it's gonna be their QB. Belichick's like, yeah, it's white. Is it? Can it catch? He's uh, just going to wear like a trench coat and open it up, and he'll shoot out like bees. Oh uh, yeah, flying like, out and well, Robert Robert Kraft probably has a few trench coats laying around from Florida. Look, <laughs> everybody, we're going to spread the Christmas cheer for everyone today and give you some of the NFL tips that we've got. We're going to look back at Week 15, some of the games, and then we're going to make our predictions for Week 16. Lots of great games this week, everyone. Uh, Christmas Day, there was one game, three games on Boxing Day, and then, of course, a whole host on Sunday. Let's go through some of the games. Let's start with Week 15. We'll talk about the, the Saturday game, uh, Buffalo-Denver, 48-19. Yeah. to This was not close. Buffalo and Josh Allen just pretty much... Put the boot to everyone. Yeah, this is an old-fashioned beatdown. It was um, it was a lot of fun to watch for me. Uh, but I think it was a lot of people because you know Drew Locke was coming off that big game with four touchdowns a week before, big arm, kind of like Josh Allen. So there was they were trying so hard on the broadcast to make this seem like this quarterback duel, like two yeah. equals. And Josh Allen just said, "No, you're not my equal." Yeah, I have more yards in the second quarter than you had in the whole game. So it just shows you, like, again, and I think a lot of it comes down to people are saying that um, you have to remember the, the Denver passed on Josh Allen. They had an opportunity yeah. to draft him. They even worked out with him all week in the Senior Bowl, and they had him, so I think he had a little bit of that. You need that chip so on your shoulder. Exactly. You need that Tom Brady, screw you to all the teams that passed me. And Josh Allen was excellent. He just came out. Stephon Diggs was incredible. That defense is just pulling turnover. They're just doing everything right at the right time, and it was a, it was an absolute joy to watch. They're you know they're looking so good, and you know at a time when you really got to focus and put everything together, you know when you when you look and we'll get into some of the other teams. You know we'll talk about the next one, Packers. But you know as I said, to you the the Bills are better than the Packers to me. <clears throat> they're really getting it together. They got everything. The defense is working. There's still a few gaps, but not that big. And and they, what they do is they fill it all in each week, you know. And and putting 48 points up on Denver was a statement. You know, Denver was supposed to have this good defense. Buffalo ran all over them and yeah. passed all over them. So you know, uh, it really shows Buffalo. It gives them a lot of confidence going into the final two. Yeah, weeks. and listen, and you gotta give it up for their first uh, division win in, since 1995. 95. If you see, Ugh. I wrote an article on our NFL London website, but all the things that happened in 1995. What were some of them? Were some uh, of them? Well, you could get a 486 IBM computer for two grand back wow. then. That's less than 46 megahertz. Is that what it used to be? Like yeah, megahertz. Gigahertz, yeah, gigahertz. I remember when my brother got like a hundred megahertz computer and his mind was blown. Oh, watching yeah. that stick. 386, <laughs> and when you went from a 386 to a 486, um, but there were so many things. There was no Apple products. There was no smartphones. You know, um, but read the article. It's very funny. It was uh, when America was great. It was America. You know, it's the best music. In the 90s yeah. were the best music. Hell yeah. So, uh, uh, but the thing is, I was only six. 
16? I guess I was 16 when the last Going time I Going on 17. Yeah, yeah right? Breaks in a musical. So, <laughs> and then it's just been since, basically, since I've been able to drink, I haven't really experienced them do anything, which has been really sad. That's the beauty of alcohol. You know, I'm sober now, but uh, the beauty of alcohol is it really just pushes away uh, those years. Yeah, because honestly, um, I'm glad I don't remember many of the 17 years. I'm oh, just, God, yeah. but, I, but it's also so nice when you're finally of drinking age and your team get, I say I'm of drinking age, I'm 41. Yeah. That's how long it's been. <laughs> it's been. Since I can even this, have yeah. this stupid conversation. You're a but, dad now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right? And But, but before they, they won a playoffs, I was 16 in the next uh, yeah. the division. Next time, I'm a dad, 40, living in London. It's just insanity. It's the, that's the, being a Bills fan. Uh, but the Bills are set up for years to come. It's very exciting. The Patriots now are looking up being like, what the hell are we going to do? Yeah, they're going to have to figure so, out. And, I, you know, a lot of uh, fans in the NFL are happy to see that. Move on to our next game. We're going to... Uh, we'll move on Green to the, Bay, Pack, the Green the Bay Pack, Carolina yeah, game. Packers uh, Panthers. That was the Saturday night game. Yeah. Uh, you know what? For this game and watching it back, they look good to start. But you know what? Green Bay has have some defensive problems. They cannot stop that run. Well, they, they've also had this thing where they they have a lot of bad second halves. Where mm-hmm. they always come out really strong. Rogers chosen around them for some reason. Once that halftime whistle blows, they're all just I don't know what the hell they're yeah. doing in that locker room. But it feels like they always just come out flat. They, they just, especially Rodgers, who wants to put his cement, his name on that MVP, you know, games like this are not going to help it. Uh, no. I think he was the front runner. I think this has kind of pushed him back. Carolina's just doing, you know, the fact that they're competitive almost every For game. For four wins. You know, you know, yeah, like, you know, you got to give them credit considering um, just rest everyone now and just see what you can do in the offseason. But for Green Bay... To, to to her number one seed, this is not a statement win. No. Um, it, it worries me a bit. So And then they got a big test coming up this week against Tennessee. Mm-hmm. So that, to me, is going to be one of the best games of the week because that's a true test, especially, like you said, they can't stop the run. Now you got Derrick Henry coming oh, yeah. up next week. So they got a lot of work to do. But, you know, I say give it up for a little tip of the hat to Teddy Bridgewater. He's, he's making that team competitive, even though he's destined... To be a back, like just to be the next fits, tossed around oh, yeah. from team to team. We're if done even, with this guy. If even him. that, you know, the one thing about Carolina that's always impressed me so far this season, they really can keep themselves in games. You know, a lot of times where they should be blown out of this, there were times where Carolina looked actually dangerous in this game. And, you know, it wasn't a full easy, Green, Green Bay won by eight, but it wasn't an easy cakewalk for them in a game that possibly could have been. You know, it's a lot of upsets this week. And, yeah. you know, with a couple of passes gone wrong, this one could have been an upset as well. This game was not an upset, uh, although, you know, well, Houston Houston did try. Uh, we both predicted in Indianapolis. Oh, I thought you were going to the Bears game. Oh, so we'll go to the Bears. Well, well, it's going to be like, that was kind We'll start with the Texans, Colts, and we'll go to the Bears. The Texans, you know, they just couldn't keep up with the Indianapolis Colts. Colts still have some issues. Uh, but, you know, Deshaun Watson able to run this ball around, move the ball around. They still lose by seven. Uh, you know, the season's over for Houston. Indianapolis, you know, they still have to find a way con- to win convincingly. Yeah, and- it's just still, yeah, I agree. It just doesn't feel like a dominant performance again. you got a Houston team that can't move the ball. You have a Colts team that's supposed to be this defensive juggernaut. It did play well, I mm-hmm. get defensively, but um, it really took them a long time to even get the offense going. Like, TJ, uh, T.Y. Hilton didn't catch anything until a big play near the end of the game. Jonathan Taylor was pretty quiet for a while. Um, but again, Indianapolis has really uh, feels like the quietest 10 wins yeah. of the season. And it's still like, because they have 10 wins, it kind of masks how average Philip Rivers still continues to yeah. be. And I think, but it's like, he's got 10 wins, so maybe people are just not even paying. It's like, oh, Philip Rivers is playing well. And it's like, ah, if you actually look at it, 
He's still not that great. It, it's not. It's a team I wouldn't be afraid to meet in the playoffs, the Colts. Yeah, no, and I mean, you look at the Houston team, who is, is the worst defense in the league. You'd think that Indianapolis would have put up more points or at least been able to hold them down or keep it at least a bit of separation, and they didn't. You know, Houston kept themselves in this game worrisome for them. <clears throat> Another team. Well, we'll go to my Bears now. This team, uh, Minnesota, was favored in this one. I told everyone to take the Bears. Of course, the Bears win this one. It wasn't definitive, but Kirk Cousins did struggle. Dalvin Cook uh, struggled as well. David Montgomery, uh, they're using him yeah, well. And a, Allen Robinson being used as well. David Montgomery's that fantasy guy. He's going to get you a championship because he got hot at the right time. Yeah. Um, again, this is all about the Trubisky comeback. This has been kind of fun to watch. It's because I still don't think the Bears are going to sign him. But he's given himself definitely a chance for people to give him a look. Um, just don't pull a Jameis and go... To a team where you have zero chance of starting, yeah. in my opinion. I think uh, Trubisky's got a big game this week against Jacksonville. You're in the playoffs. You know, if he takes to the playoffs, wins a playoff game, you know, maybe you pick up that fifth option. Because like, mm. if you, you look at the draft, what are your options going to be? Like, if you make the playoffs, you're picking in the 20s. Yeah. So, you know, you're not going to get a great quarterback. You've got a guy, again, you can pick up his fifth year. It's not like a crazy contract, I don't think, considering for a starter. But... You know, they're scoring 30 points, and that's kind of what the thing about the Bears is they couldn't do any, couldn't score any points. And now, in December, they're getting hot. But you got to be wary, because you could get, this could be a mirage. Yeah. It just, it's that, just Trubisky's anger is coming out. Well, that's, that's the thing, and we'll find out this weekend when we talk about the Jacksonville game. I mean, they have been looking very good in this. What has impressed me, which is something we've never been able to score, is score on the first drive. That's yeah. something, as a Bears fan, you're like, well, we're not, we don't usually score until the second half. Uh, so we're scoring on the first drive, which is good. Um, Considering the Jets have scored apparently on like eight opening drives of their games. So yeah. They're actually one of the better teams. They scoring. are. They come out. They Considering their own. Their, because own nobody cares about the play they execute. It's like, oh, it's just the Jets. Yeah. You know, because everyone pre plays. Give them a lead. Yeah, let them feel yeah, good about let them, themselves. Let them feel good. Yeah, give the kid a ball to play with. Speaking of giving the kid the ball to play with, no, look, this guy, Matt Stafford, <laughs> every time you think he is injured, yeah. man, he fights and plays. If you're looking for a hard-ass quarterback... This is the guy, Max Stafford, man. Every game, this guy comes out and he chunks and you think he should be yeah, done. And then he loses again. But he loses. You know, look, this was a 19-point loss. And, you know, they still, Tennessee put up a lot of points. But, look, come on, let's Detroit kept themselves in this. Yeah, Stafford's kind of like feeling like the way people felt about Rivers at the end of his career. It's just like, man, dude, leave. Go go play yeah. somewhere where you're going to have a chance to win. Like, I, think, I think he's as good as gone when that contract comes up. Mm-hmm. Why would you stay? He already gave him a contract extension, showed loyalty. They've done nothing to help him, yeah. really. Just terrible coaches after terrible coaches. You got Derrick Henry on the other end of this. Absolutely just on fire in December. He's an absolute monster. Another big game, 140 yards. Ryan Tannehill looks great. Like Ryan Tannehill is so underrated and still so underappreciated. How good of a year. It's how good he's been since he's started, since that last game. He's mm-hmm. probably been, he's been one of the best quarterbacks in the whole NFL. Just as good as Mahomes. He doesn't get... It just shows you how terrible Adam Gase was. That yeah. Adam Gase had him, and he was awful. As soon as he gets out of the clutches, that's what gives you hope, Jets fans, for Darnold. Yeah, just get Adam get Clay, Gase. Yeah, get Gase's hand out of his ass and the the puppet, and let someone coach this guy competently. Get out from underneath the cloud. Uh, the one meme you will see is that stiff arm Derrick Henry delivered. Yeah, uh, he has done that so many times this year. It's like go to his go for yeah. his legs. 
Like, don't be the next poster boy. Somebody did put together a commercial. Have you been injured by Derrick Henry? Yeah. Um, Selino and Barnes? Yeah, something like that, although they're fighting each other. But um, that's a big story, too. Selino and Barnes, look it up. It's a lawsuit. Anyway, uh, let's... 46-25. You know what? You know, the fact is, Detroit was able to put 25 points up on the Tennessee defense. Tennessee... You know, it, they are scary, but they can easily be beat as equally. So. Yeah, again, but let's just calm it down. You played Detroit. It's yeah. Detroit stink. Uh, talking about a comeback. Hey, Atlanta, you got a lead. What are you going to do? Tom Brady. That's the sound of blowing it. That's right. Tom Brady, TB12, orchestrates the comeback. Uh, Atlanta, you know, and, and you're watching this, and I wanted to reach out to our friend Chapman, but you just sort of know it's like, yeah, you got to He doesn't lead. care. He wants the better draft pick now. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, he's made the right decision to just lay down his arms and just say, take, ravage me. Are we and talking about our friend? Are we yeah, talking about <laughs> Give me that top pick. Just see, in case you want to know what to get him for Christmas, um, it's a safety I word. think it's just Atlanta again. Yeah. They were up, like, what is it, like 24-7 yeah. within the third. It's just like, and then, but temporary, again, I think... If any time you want to win, you want to win against Tom Brady, who did that to you, and then to have it happen again, yeah, is is it's only devast- not that devastating because they're shit, and you're just like, ah, oh, what are you gonna do? Yeah, I mean, Tom Brady looked Tom Brady looked good. Again, great game, uh, but he's looked good all year. Like it's not the problem. The problem is they have no one. They can't stop anybody in the pass. Uh, yeah. Tampa Bay, their pass rush is inconsistent, um, and their offense is still like you just have too almost like too many mouths to feed uh. that. There's just too many dicks on the dance floor. Too many dicks on the dance floor. Um, again, I, I just find the Bucks really even for a team with so many superstars, they're kind of boring. Yeah. <laughs> even though they scored thirty points, I'm just kind of exhausted by them already. Well, you're sort of wondering about the comebacks too, and, and you start watching. It's like, uh oh, uh oh. With the Patriots, you're like, they're going to come back. With Tampa, I wasn't so sure, and they did come back. It was a rusty comeback. Uh, which is also one of my favorite cocktails, <laughs> the and, rusty comeback and sex positions. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, the rusty comeback. <laughs> Please help me. Um, but the Buccaneers, you know, they're 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 moving on. Uh, Atlanta, you know, but Atlanta for whatever they still put up a lot of points. Uh, yeah, again, of, that's what I mean. Like you're Tampa Bay, you know, you're supposed to have this really good defense that like you were talking about how good it was, and Tom Brady's going to go a place with a good defense. Uh, but it just has not seemed that way. They're so susceptible to the pass. Yeah. Uh, as, as, and pretty much the problem is Bucks beat bad teams and they're literally one of the worst teams in the league against over 500. Yeah. So I don't know how good they are. Yeah. No, it's going to be interesting when they start playing the good teams and you can see that speaking of good teams, man, I thought this game would be closer. Jacksonville being yeah, plucky, but Baltimore did it all for the number two, the no- <laughs> dropping it in the bowl, flushing it for the kids, uh, yeah. 40 to 14. You know, Lamar Lamar Jacksonville keeping spreads close is over now. Bet yeah. against them all the time. I well, think. we'll see. It was in Baltimore, and you know, Baltimore did need a win. This was a good win. Another win. Both Ryan and I thought that the Patriots would have a chance, but Miami Dolphins. Um, you know, look, Patriots are Listen, having Cam so Newton many issues. Is, he's horrible. Is terrible. Yeah, he's Cam bad. Newton, I'd be shocked if he was playing next year. How could you look at that and be like, I want that guy? I think even Kaepernick goes, fuck, I'm glad he didn't he's come back. Five, I am glad. He's got five passing touchdowns I, in 15 games. I guess he has 11 rushing touchdowns, all from a yard out. Like, who yeah. cares? He's slow. He can't throw it. He's in, he's in, he has t- like, I think the Patriots are locked out that they, that he did wasn't good enough to keep him around. I think yeah. there is no way uh, they're playing him. I think the funny thing, which I think would be really funny, so let's say that the Jags win. This week and get that Jets get that number one spot, yeah. right? 
Belichick plays the Jets in Week 17. Does Belichick throw the game just to screw the Jets? Yeah. Who he hates the Jets because yeah. they, they wouldn't take him as a coach or something years ago or they fired him. I don't know what, which one it was. Uh, hates the Jets. And he doesn't want to play Trevor Lawrence in his division. Sure. So I could see a Belichick tank job uh, last week of the season against the Jets. That's going to be like one of those games where literally teams are throwing it at each other just because well, no yeah. one wants to win. You think about it. I mean, there was a lot of sort of fucking tanks that happened last week. I mean, a lot of things you go, why does why are these people losing? What is going on here? Yeah. And you sort of wonder about that. Um, but, you know... Uh, but again, Miami, to me, Miami's winning like Buffalo won a couple years ago. Mm. It's great. You hold people to 12 points, you're like, look at our defense. Yeah. And the problem is you score 22 all the time. Yeah, no, right? and, and you, they're, you sort of look at it and go, yeah, they got to the playoffs, it's you're not, not yeah, as scary. Yeah, it is not a recipe for playoff success, what's no. happening with them. Being a playoff success, uh, these guys, Seattle Seahawks, outlast the Washington football team. Washington's defense keeps them in the game, but, you know, Russ was barely cooking in this one. No, he was, he was uh, yeah, he was not having a great game. He's been, yeah, it's like, it's like as soon as the Russell Wilson MVP talk was really heating up, he just fell off the face of the planet. Um, again, Washington, they're just a tough team to play. Like, they're going to, they're going to pressure you. They're going to make your life a living hell. The thing is, you worry is that the Giants set that blueprint of how to stop Russ. Yeah. Because it seems like that's what they're doing. The good thing is, Seattle's running, running game's getting better. They're getting healthier. Yeah. They've been decimated, uh, with no running game. Um, then you have Washington, where you got Dwayne Haskins, who played terribly, and then got busted in a strip, strip club. club. Yeah, yeah, because where's the safest place in a pandemic? I well, say, you know, you know, when your coach has cancer and he's recovering from cancer, yeah, it's either church or yeah. Uh, you know what I should do? I should go to the dirtiest place ever because coach would love that if yeah. I bring back. Oh, you're yeah. gonna cut me? Yeah, I mean, no, you're not. I'm going yeah, yeah. to the strip club. Yeah, coach is fine. We don't know how we got gonorrhea, though. We're not Kendrick, sure. Yeah, Dwayne Hassan's going to be walking into um, the facilities in a Zorba ball. Oh, just probably. completely isolated from the rest of... Like, I wouldn't be... Like, he's been a disaster. It's just sometimes just makes such terrible decisions. Mm-hmm. So what did you think? Did you get two weeks left? Yeah. <laughs> and you're in the playoff hunt. Before you know Christmas, I mean? like, oh, I'm going to go to a strip club in Washington. Yeah. It's just mind boggling. So, to me, that's, that is like almost like a career ruiner. For, for well, that's going to have an effect on the, that'll have an effect on my game picks this week because I think the team is going to not do as well as a result of well, that. Well, are they even going to play him? There's no way they're going to play him. Well, not even him. I think it's the team is going to look at it. And I think, you know, when you have those kind of things, it's like a bomb going you're off gonna in, in the room. You're going to put him on special teams, Haskins. Yeah, just, just like, like, let him get just plowed. Just get destroyed <laughs> trying to return ball. Uh, speaking of returning balls, how about this Cowboys? You know, this Cowboys 49ers game, we thought this would be low scoring, 74 points in total. Dallas Cowboys and Andy Dalton, uh, 41 to 33. Nick Mullins, who got hurt in this one. Um, yeah, Mostert again comes back injured, same game. That is yeah. his move. Yeah. I didn't play him in fantasy because I knew that would happen. Um, but I still lost anyway. A uh, few things about this game. One, I'm going to say, uh, Mari Cooper's contract is maybe one of the worst contracts in NFL history. Yeah. It is so bad. Give this guy $20 million a year for 10 yards that he consistently gets you. He'll get you a game with two touchdowns, 100 yards. They'll put seven straight 40-yard games. Um, I don't understand why they gave him that money. He was not that good when they traded for him. Mm-hmm. He had a couple good games with one good season with Dak. This is all on Jerry Jones. Like, and then you got Zeke, who literally didn't can't even play anymore. Yeah, just Mr. Fumble, number one useless. fumble guy. So it's and again, highest paid, highest paid receiver, highest paid running back. 
Yeah. And neither of them can get you a thousand yards. Totally. That, that is some. That's what happens when you get a seventy-four-year-old GM. More proof of the president of the United States. Let's stop letting people in their seventies make decisions. How about that? Like, I feel like I. I may it may come off ages, but. Once you're over the retirement age, that's it. You're, no, I think it's. I think I don't. Make, like, there's no way Jerry Jones should be making personnel decisions. There's well, no way. He's always been a crazy decision maker. I think he's letting his, a lot of his family make the decisions too. But yeah, whatever it is, the Cowboys are falling down a toilet. Speaking of toilets, and then they're gonna give to Dak. What are you gonna yeah. give? Probably give Dak sixty million a year because they're so stupid. A hundred million because of his yeah, life. right. And yeah. so now it's just I I hope this just sets him up for just years. Of having the worst defense in the NFL. Well, Ryan's wished upon him. Uh, we'll see how that goes. And also against the Patriots. Um, New York Jets beat the LA Rams in a stunner. Uh, watch this game again. LA Rams could not get anything together. I don't know how to pick Jared Goff. I really no. don't. No. Yeah, some days he's good. And the other week you're like, what the hell are you doing, man? What is so wrong with you? I don't get this yeah, kid. It is an ugly bad loss. Uh, for both, an ugly bad win and an ugly bad loss. Uh, for the Jets, you lose out on Trevor Lawrence. Uh, as a Bills fan, thank God, because I did not want him in the division. So, Jacksonville, keep it together. Uh-huh. Keep the ship straight at that iceberg. Do not turn. Don't beat the Bears. Do not turn. Um, but again, guys like Sam Darnold are not going to. Like, if you're Sam Darnold, right? And you're hearing all this tank for Trevor, all this stuff. Sam Darnold wants to win to say fuck yeah. you and your Trevor Lawrence. He played like, well, man. You know, he played he's playing well. better. And so it did do that. Watching Jets fans flip out and like watching Rich Eisen was hilarious. Listen to him mm. talk about it. Um, because it is true. Watching a guy like Frank Gore be the one at the end of the game to seal it. Catch him. Like, just hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, again, but you know, the it just shows the NFL players don't tank. Like Players do not tank. You do not lose on purpose. Yeah. Like, especially not in football. These people are way too proud. And they're literally, a lot of them are fighting for their livelihoods. Like, Sam Darnold's fighting oh, yeah. to, to be a starter in the NFL. Like, he's not just going to be like, oh, yeah, I'd love to be behind Trevor Lawrence. Or, well, these uh, guys are in their 20s. You're very competitive then as opposed to being jaded in your but 40s. But I yeah. agree. Rams, get it together offensively. Rams are not are showing doing? themselves well for the playoffs. Uh, how about this one? Jalen Hurts, man. If you're playing him in DraftKings, this guy put up over 40 points. And he, he's like, look, Carson Wentz. And he, look, Carson... He knows it's over, but he's very good on the bench. If you see the pictures of him going through everything with Hertz, he knows his time is over. Hertz is taking over. Uh, but the Cardinals outlasting this one. Kyler Murray finally looks like he's healthy again. Uh, Cardinals maybe can start making this playoff maybe. run. Yeah, maybe. I think, again, Cardinals are just like the Rams in a way. It's just you don't know what team's going to show up. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I agree. Jalen Hurts has been awesome. Um I think it's that thing like we've, we've seen in the NFL when a guy like him, like you have to remember lots of teams... Um, I've been preparing for Wentz all this time. And then when you have a guy who kind of comes in, there's not much tape on him. Yeah. It's a lot harder to understand. He's a bit more, in, like, um, he'll just do things off the seat of his pants. He's just improv- improvisational. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot harder to play again. Again, he's pretty much ended the Wentz uh, tenure in Philadelphia. I can't see any way they're going to be able to go from him back no, to Wentz. No, you, you can't. And I don't know how you're going to trade Wentz with that contract. You have to eat a lot of that money. But I think Wentz is going to demand a trade, so it's going to be really interesting to see how their offseason goes. But Jalen Hurts, give him credit. Four touchdowns. Kyler Murray looked awesome. He's looking, yeah, definitely looking healthier. Getting DeAndre Hopkins involved. Again, I still worry about their running game, Arizona. Yeah. Um, you can only rely on Drake for so much. 
Um, and, you know, the, the Eagles got theirs going. But, you know, you're talking 59 points in this one. It was an entertaining game. Moving on to the next game, uh, 61 points in this total. Uh, three points they, they got at Kansas City outlast New Orleans Saints. Uh, Kansas City did struggle in this one. As did New Orleans, Drew Brees probably shouldn't have come back in this one. He was maybe a little too early. Should have, you know, let things go. But he was he wanted to play him, and he got the loss in it. So, um, yeah. well, after that last Taysom Hill game, they're like, yeah, we'll take a seventy percent Drew Brees. Yeah. And again, this was like the, it was a t- weird game because the like yeah, Brees was awful at the beginning, but in the second half, really picked it up again. Losing Michael Thomas hurts. Um, Kamara, he never really had him. <laughs> yeah, he's really been just... He's such a weird year, what's happening yeah. with him. I don't really understand if there's something else going on under there. Um, Chiefs lose Clyde Edwards-Alaire, which could be a loss. But then again, he got that bell, so I don't yeah. really feel... Clyde Edwards-Alaire has been a real disappointment in the fantasy. Considering he was the God, first eight at the weeks beginning of the season, and the, the, the jizz that was flying over Clyde Edwards-Alaire and everyone, put take him number one in the fantasy. Like People were taking him number one overall. Because Andy Reid was like, he's going to be a beast. Well, I mean, I picked. I think I picked him. I picked him like seven. I picked him yeah. seven. But I mean, he was all right for the first seven, eight weeks. No, he was. And then he, he was dropped good for the first game. He was like he was, good to 12, 15 points. He has in like some two touchdowns. Um, yeah. Again, this again, just two teams that could meet the Super Bowl. Once again, we're seeing that the Chiefs are still unable to bury teams like they used yeah. to. They let teams always come back, and this and the Saints had a chance to to, to come back in this, but. I want to say, I just, again, Kansas City's defense is just too inconsistent. Mm-hmm. You can't really say that about the Saints' D because everyone gives up 30 to Mahomes. Yeah. So it's not really a shot on your D. Um, just don't give up 50, basically. They did get some good sacks in them, but again, tough game all around. Uh, this one as well, Browns beat up on the Giants 20-6. to You know, Browns need this one. Keep moving on to the playoffs. Baker Mayfield looked good. Giants still can't put it together. Now, again, yeah, I know. After two weeks ago when everyone was, Giants are going to be making some noise. Yeah. And now they're just, yeah, okay. Giants are who we thought they were. The noise um, is a dumpster Yeah, burner. Baker was di- dishing dimes all over the field. Mm-hmm. He looked really good. Um, but again, 20 points against the Giants. Even though considering Baker's stats, you're like, really? Only about yeah. 20? It was a bit surprising. So the Giants do have a good D. They do. The front defense has been well. And Cleveland, listen... Now they're sniffing blood in the water because I think that Week 17 game uh, against Pittsburgh is going to be a fantastic game because going into our last game, Pittsburgh beating Cincinnati. Pittsburgh losing to Cincinnati, 27-17. It was 17-0 at the half. Pittsburgh could not get it together, and Cincinnati could really smell it, man. They were playing with energy, and Pittsburgh just looked flat. Pittsburgh looked awful. They, they couldn't. Like, they just seemed like they just. We were didn't saying this practice. could be the first. Like this, is, they're gonna have one of the worst stats ever. They go from eleven and zero to eleven and five and not make the playoffs. That would, be, would hilarious. be hilarious. Yeah, one of the funniest things that could happen. Um, you got to get again. You have Juju Smith Schuster dancing, dancing on the on logo the and then gets absolutely buried on yeah. that play. And a funny stat about Juju Smith-Schuster is he has uh, 95 TikTok videos. Yeah. And he has, the most yards he has this year is 93 in a game. So, dude, don't yeah. be dancing on the logo if you can't even crack 100 yards all season. It's like, Juju Smith-Schuster, everyone thought it was all fun and cute at the yeah. beginning when he was dominating because he had Antonio Brown across yeah. from him. Without Antonio Brown, he is like, we've seen many number two receivers who thought they were number one. Yeah. Uh, Peerless Price, um, well, got, all these guys who think um, who think they're going to go to the team and be the number one. You're not a yeah. number one, Juju. You're you're a number two at best. And if you're Pittsburgh, if any other players see him go do that, like yeah, well, what especially when you got Claypool doesn't do that. Claypool obviously is like Canadian. He's very nice. You, what if you just dealt with this with Antonio yeah. Brown 
posting shit in the locker room. It's like, yeah. get that shit in order. Like, I don't understand. I, I understand that the players have personality. Yeah. yeah. But when you're motivated, people in Mike Tomlin coming out saying, I don't think it motivates people. It does. Because yeah. Josh Allen, the week before, before the game started, he goes, let them dance. We'll show them on the field. Let yeah. them dance on our logo. And it's, it does motivate. And if you don't think... Yeah. Say that to Bill Belichick after every time everyone has said, we're going to win the Super Bowl. Ask what happened to them, yeah. their team when people did that. It motivates people. And don't ever give your players. So, if Pitts, especially when you're on the three-game losing streak, it's unbelievably selfish. Juju, yeah. It's all unwrapping. It's all falling apart now. And Juju should look up to Curtis or to, to Claypool's story because Claypool uh, is the better receiver in this. All right, now, everyone, it is time to move on to our Week 16 picks Brought to you by us. Uh, no sponsor as of yet. Wade and Ryan going to go through all the games. We're going to start with Christmas. Ho, 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 everyone. It's an NFC matchup. As the Minnesota Vikings go to the Dome, they're going to visit New Orleans Saints. In New Orleans, seven-point favorites in this one. It's a 9.30 kickoff here in the UK. 4.30 Eastern Standard Time. Ryan, yeah, uh, obviously... Okay. What a year to have to play on Christmas, right? You're like, listen, I want one day to spend my... Now i got to go play football. Uh, if you're a player, you're probably like, come on, man. Just give me Christmas off this year. No, I think they've had a lot of time off. I think a lot of guys a- want to get away. And Christmas, we all need a Christmas game. I'm looking forward to this one. 9.30, my kid's away. Yeah, 9.30, that'll be okay. I can watch that. Oh, uh, yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll watch this game. I think it'll actually be a good shootout. Yeah, I think so it's, it's going to be a high score game. And you know what? These are two teams. I mean, Minnesota has a sniff of something, but playoffs are sort of out of it for them. But they are disruptors. New Orleans, though, needs to, to get a win here. After losing to Kansas City, you need a statement game. You need to come back and beat the crap out of something. Yeah, I think so. I think this is going to be a big game for Drew Brees. He's got that first game under his belt. So now he can kind of... Now he's ready to go. He's got to get He's got to get it more offensive. He's got to get it better off the start. But it's all about Kamara. Go through Kamara. That, you don't have Michael Thomas. He's your best player. He was dominating all season. And then Taysom Hill just said, no, we don't need him. I'm the runner on this mm-hmm. team. Um, so I think this is a big game for Drew Brees to have a comeback. Um, I just don't trust Minnesota. I don't trust their defense. I think they're on the road um, in New Orleans. Are they going to have fans there? Maybe. Uh, no, probably not. Yeah, who maybe day? on Christmas. You who think day? they might, maybe. actually. Yeah, they might. Um, just a little Christmas present. That would actually be a nice little Christmas present. Mm-hmm. You know, go watch football and get COVID. Yeah, exactly. Um, COVID Mardi Gras, have a hurricane. I'm going to go with the Saints in this one. I think they're going to feed Camara. It's going to be a big Camara game. So if you have them in your championship, you're going to probably win. Uh, I'm going to go with it to be 30-24. to 24. Uh, Yeah, I, I like the Saints in this one, though. But again, I I really think that Minnesota has some stuff where they've got stuff on the table. Namely, well, Justin Jefferson and, and, and Dalvin Cook. And you can't... And Thielen. They still... Yeah. That's the thing. They have They're still weapons. scoring. So New Orleans can prove... And you know what? I, I think seven points is just too much for me. Uh, I've got uh, New Orleans winning this one 27-23. Uh, moving on to our next game. It is the next game. It's the Saturday game here. 6 o'clock p.m., everyone. 6 o'clock Saturday night. What are you doing? It's Boxing Day. I know what I'm doing. I'm having a, yeah. I'm having a brisket. You know what? I am not spending my Boxing Day watching Tom Brady. I am. <laughs> I am because this will be a good game. TB12. I want to enjoy Detroit. my Christmas. I don't know Tom Brady, doing. Matt Stafford. He's definitely not going to shake Stafford's hand. Uh, nine points favorite in this one over Detroit. Matt Stafford always seems to be able to keep their team in this one, though. Is it too much, though? I mean, you've got a running game. Swift shut down. The, the Bucks can shut down the running game. Is this a nine-point spread with a 53-point yeah, over him? Yeah, it's a tough... I think, yeah, I, I don't think I would take the Bucks to beat anyone by nine, the way their defense is playing. Even, especially against Stafford, who can chuck it. Swift is looking better. You know, if they could only get Galloway, they'd actually be 
if they had any sort of defense, which they basically got to spend the next five years getting mm-hmm. defense. Um, I'm going to go with the Bucks to win this because I just think they got the weapons. They're getting Ronald Jones back. Um, I'm going to go with the Bucks to win by seven. I'm going to say 34-27. Yeah, 34-27. Yeah, you're pretty close to mine. I got this one 31-23 uh, for the Bucks. I don't have them beating the nine or the nine and a half. Originally, it was a nine and a half point spread, nine point spread. Now, I don't see them having it because Detroit has been keeping themselves into games. I mean, you look at every team they've been playing lately, even the Packers last week, they keep themselves in it. And you have to look at the Packers versus the, you know, the Tampa Bay team. Um, you know, I like Detroit to keep this one close. This will be an exciting game. I will be watching this. This will be a good one. Following this game, I think these games will be on Sky Sports, also on Game Pass as well. Hey, if you they like, won't be blacked out? They won't be blacked out. No, I'm not. A, no, they won't black You're not going to black out. Game Pass only blacked out if there's no choice, right? Right, I guess, yeah. So it's like if you have no other choice, but there's no other choice for this one. So uh, San Francisco 49ers, Arizona Cardinals 9.30 kickoff in this one. Uh, 49ers... <clears throat> Four-point underdogs in this one. Arizona favored by four at home with a 49-point over-under. Um, you start looking at this one. Nick Mullins probably out. Josh no, Allen. Jo- no, Josh Rosen. Josh they, Rosen. They sorry, Josh, Josh Rosen. Rosen. Yeah. Uh, he's the best quarterback in the league, as he Chosen said. Chosen Rosen. He is. Ready. Maybe this is his resurrection uh, uh, with Kyle Shanahan. Like, it actually could be interesting. I think I, I, I'd be excited to watch this for the next couple games just to see if he can get anything out of them. Mm-hmm. The problem with Rosen is everyone hates him. Yeah. All his teammates hate him because he's an asshole, apparently. Yeah. He's kind of a dick. So it's like, again, and we also saw how well that goes well with someone like Jay Cutler. Yeah. How his teams really just bend it. But Cutler's a tough guy who can be an asshole. Rosen is just not. He's like, eh, I'm the best. Yeah, he's You're just like, a kind not. of entitled yeah. uh, douchebag. But... He was talented, and the thing is, he just, again, he has been given a really bad deal. Um, you know, he got drafted, then his coach then traded, then they draft Tua. He's literally been tossed around. Mm. So I think it's actually a good move. I hope they play him, um, but I'm going Arizona all the way. I think they're just a better team. I think when everyone's getting excited about, like, Robert Salah and everything, like, they've just fallen apart. They've yeah. been useless since the Bills dismantled them on, on primetime. They've been awful. So I'm going to Arizona to win this pretty convincingly. I'm going to go 30 to 17. Yeah, I mean, I like uh, the Arizona Cardinals in this one. Hopkins is, you can't stop them. You just can't. And it's, you know, San Francisco has enough guys, but you don't have enough to stop Hopkins on the deep ball. Um, he's going to keep moving this ball around. Uh, I like uh, them to win it 26 to 20, covering that spread. That is the final game of the Saturday games. Or, sorry, no, the final game of the Saturday games is the Miami Dolphins L uh, Las Vegas Raiders. This one will take place at 1 in the morning, Sunday morning, Boxing Day morning. So if you're staying up uh, till the 27th uh, watching this one, Miami versus Las Vegas at 1.15. Miami's two-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, Las Vegas, where the house always loses, 47-and-a-half is the <laughs> they haven't under. Had much, they haven't had much luck. They uh, haven't had that much home. luck. Um, hey, well, you got Gruden wearing an Oakland Raiders hat on the sideline last week. So no yeah, wonder they, can, they can't win. The guy's wearing the wrong freaking exactly. hat. Exactly. Um, I think it's going to be a fun game. Mariota? Yeah, and I think that's the reason. Mariota Tua. I, thought Mar- I think Mariota Tua is a fun game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought Mariota last week played really well, like coming in for Carr after he tore his groin apart or whatever he did uh, because he came out running and I think especially in the new NFL the problem with Derek Carr is just he's just immobile you can't really yeah. do much with him with, and you saw Meredith ran for like 80 yards threw that beautiful bomb and I think this is more of a Gruden type quarterback and I think Gruden's probably just been waiting for this opportunity because 
I think it's a big. I'm gonna go with the Raiders to win this, even All though right. the even I'm gonna feel a little Mariota comeback. You know, it's like uh, Tannehill. I feel these second comings. You know, he was. He's won playoff games. He's had good. He's had good years. So I think Mariota's gonna come back, and I think the Miami run of success is gonna take a big hit here, and they're gonna drop out of the playoffs. Uh, I'm gonna go with my uh, Raiders to win twenty four to twenty. See, the, the difference I have here is I agree. You know, when you don't, we have a quarterback like an unknown quantity like Mariota. The problem is now we have tape on him. But the other thing is Miami already knows how to prepare for a guy like this because they've got Tua. So basically, it's like you just prepare against Tua, but a guy who's not as fast, a guy with not as much of the arm strength. I, I like Miami here. Miami's smelling the playoffs. They know they've got to win. And if it was a different quarterback, I could see it. But they're ready for a guy like Mariota. They can beat a guy like Mariota. So I actually like Miami to bin, win this one by eight. I've got them winning at 28 to 18. I I don't think, you know, their defense is too good. They're going to throttle him, and they've seen what he can do. Stop a running quarterback, easy. We practice against it every week. Moving on to the first game we've got. The Red Hot Jets. Well, we'll move on to the. (laughs) We'll go to the Bears. Chicago Bears versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Bears need this one. They need this one big. Um, It's the Bears uh, taking them on the 7 7 Bears, 1 13 Jacksonville Jaguars. Seven and a half points is quite a bit. 47 points is the over-under. Gardner Menchu uh, under the helm versus Mitchell Trubisky. As we said about David Montgomery looking really well. Jacksonville played it close to few wow, games. Now, it's, keep it now it's do they want to keep it? So you got to wonder if the, the front office is calling in Doug Marone. It's like, listen, we'll give you five mil if you just bench everyone. You know, do yeah. terrible calls. Fake punts. You know, your kicker shanking it right. Like, everything possible. Yeah. You, we're going to fire you. Don't get me wrong. You're 1 in 15. You're a terrible coach. But we're going to give you $5 million yeah. under the table if you, if you blow the rest of the game. Because you saw what the Jets, shit they've taken. Oh, yeah. And I think Jacksonville, if they want a new stadium to build around a guy like Trevor Lawrence, uh, and then to be able to get a new coach, and they'll have the pick of any coach in the league. Oh, yeah. Like, it's such a huge thing. That's why I'm so happy the Jets blew it. So, I think Bears all the way on this one. Trubisky's angry. Montgomery's looking good. They're in the playoffs, and I think they want to be in the playoffs. I think yeah. the Bears are angry that they were getting shit on for so many weeks, deservedly so, because they were playing terribly. Our offensive line, we finally five games in a row. The offensive but all line you need to worry is, once Bears, you make the playoffs, and then you get Trubisky injured, and then you let Nick Foles take care of the yeah. rest. Yeah, Because that's what he take does. Tom Brady. That's yeah. what he does. He's going to get come into the playoffs off the bench. Yeah, uh, I'm going with the Bears to win this very easily. Uh, I'm going to go 27-10. I got the Bears to win this one, but uh, I've nothing convincingly. Um, it looks like James Robinson is out, which is a good thing for the Bears. Which makes it even more. Uh, we have stopped the run. We do talk about, you know, Ryan and I talked earlier about Jacksonville and, and what they can do. And obviously Jacksonville wants the win here. Uh, if they can, because, or the loss, because they want him. As you said, they are building a new stadium. They're building everything around there. It's a big thing for Jacksonville, but they're not strong enough. Bears to win this one. Moving on to our next game. It is the Cleveland Browns versus the New York Jets. Cleveland is favored by nine points. It was nine and a half, 46 over under in this one. Um, you know, Baker Mayfield playing better. He's looking better. And, you know, Sam Darnold looked pretty good last week. Uh, they sh- they messed up Goff. The Jets' defense messed up yeah, Goff. Yeah, you know what? I think this game is going to be close. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think I think the, the thing you need to worry about with that loss that Pittsburgh had is are the Cleveland Browns looking to week 17 where they play Pittsburgh yeah. potentially for the division and overlooking an Owen or a one in 15 or one in 14 jets. Um, I think I'm going to go Cleveland, obviously, but I think jets are going to cover. I think Darnold's going to want to prove 
that no like I think there is something to that just being like no listen I'm going to yeah. show you that I can still be a quarterback in this league and if you want to trade for me I'm going to show you what I can do in these next weeks so I'm going to go with Cleveland just to win this by a field goal and I'm going to say 27-24 uh, yeah, I got Cleveland to win this one. I think, you know, to me, the Jets winning last week, it's almost sapped all your energy. You've won. Like it's emotional. There you uh, and now you just, you know. When you now have to ravage me. Yeah, now <laughs> basically they're going to get the crap kicked out of them. Cause they just, and I can see this. <clears throat> the Browns are on fire. They know they've got to win. And you say they got that big game coming up. So why not Why not lay a beating on, on someone? Lay a beating and feel real good about well, it. Well, that's what L.A. probably thought they were going to do. Yeah. And then... But Cleveland, I see laying a beating on them. I can see them using a lot, running the game. They're not going to be able to – Jets won't be able to stop this run. Uh, I've got Cleveland winning this one 33-20. <coughs> Pardon me. Moving to the next game, uh, this one is a beating. We don't have a line on this one yet uh, because of Daniel Jones and because of Lamar Jackson. Uh, New York Giants and Baltimore Ravens. Uh, going at this why? Point. What's why is there no? Uh, I think it was because of San, uh, uh, Daniel Jones being injured and yeah. Lamar and Lamar Jackson. Really, I'd still take Baltimore. This should still be a line. I think. Well, it was just... eleven points originally, uh, and then they they don't know what's going to happen yet. But ori- originally, the line was eleven uh, with the over under at forty five, five and nine Giants versus the nine and five Ravens. I mean, you gotta love the Ravens in this one. Yeah, hundred percent. Right, like there's especially when you're on the outside looking in, and uh, mm-hmm. you're not even in the playoffs. You gotta. And again, we've seen Baltimore all years. They just beat up on bad teams. Yeah. Giants are a bad team. They're not a good team. A couple weeks ago, when they beat Seattle. You know, we've seen teams like the NFL. Teams win. Like Cincinnati beat Tennessee. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Cincinnati beat Pittsburgh. That's well, Pittsburgh's shit yeah. though. Uh, but I think this is the easy Baltimore win. I think Lamar's looking better. They still don't. Again, they give up. They give up a lot of that big game where they gave up a lot of points to Cleveland worries me because that defense is not what the Ravens' defense is usually like. Yeah. But I think Lamar's just gotta win this, so I'm gonna take him to win this pretty easy, thirty to fifteen. Yeah, I mean the one thing I, the Giants can't cover is tight ends, and you've got uh, Andrews who's playing like a beast this season, one of the best tight ends. I see him having a big game in this one. They haven't got the lineup. I've got I've got the Ravens winning this one by ten. I've got them winning twenty eight to eighteen in this one. Moving on to our next game, it is the aforementioned Cincinnati Bengals playing another stinker against the worst defense in the league, the Houston Texans. Um, Cincinnati obviously feeling elated after beating the Pittsburgh Steelers last week. You're three ten and one taking on a four and ten team. Everyone's a loser in this one. Particularly, uh, it's it was a nine point spread. It's eight points. Now. <laughs> You're the people that tune into this game. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're yeah. the biggest losers. You're the biggest loser. Spending, Congratulations. You're spending week fifteen watching. Like even when I was a fan at my worst, watching my crappy team be shitty. I couldn't even stomach a week sixteen game when they were bad. No, games. when you're it's that bad, you're just yeah, like, I, I'm, I ready for, I'm ready for NBA I can't now. Do this. Yeah, yeah give me a basketball anything. team. But again, I think what are you going to say about this game? There's not really much to say. If you have uh, Deshaun Watson, it's probably a good matchup for him. Uh, but who's who's even quarterbacking for Cincinnati? I don't even care. I don't even really pay attention to it. Yeah, the guy, the uh, smiling Finley, guy. I think it was yeah, Finley. Finley. He was like waving to his mom last week and crap like that. Uh-huh. Ah, I'm in the NFL, mom. <laughs> But yeah, I'll see you at the strip club after the yeah, show. Um, Haskins is taking us. Yeah, I think, again, I think Houston's just going to win. I just think, and I need them to win because stop giving Miami a better draft pick. So yeah. I'm going to cheer for Houston, especially after that loss last week. They're just a better team. But I don't think it's going to be that high score. I'd say 24 21. 
Uh, I have Houston winning this one only by the fact that Cincinnati can't stop the run. And uh, with David Johnson and Duke Johnson, David Johnson's supposed to be back this week. I think he'll have a I big game. I don't think game. that matters anymore. David Johnson's clearly not good anymore. No, but you know, for, he's, lost it. He's, just lost, he's just lost the stat. You have two guys that are just going to run the hell right into them. Cincinnati's not going to be able to stop that. You can't be able to stop. They say Mixon might be back, but why bother? Why just like Giovanni yeah. Barrar got two touchdowns. No, Let him go. Uh, I've got uh, Houston win this one 27-16. Moving in our next game. This one will be a big one. I'm assuming this will be on Sky because it is the best game. 10-4 Indianapolis Colts visiting the 11-3 Pittsburgh Steelers. The line changed in this one quite a bit. It was 5. It was 4. Now it's 1.5 favored by the Pittsburgh Steelers with an over-under of 45.5. Pittsburgh reeling from losses. Three losses. How do you salvage yeah, the season when well, you're coming to play the Indianapolis Colts? It's things you have no identity. A 38 year old quarterback who can't throw for 200 yards anymore. He is like average yards per pass is like five yards lately. It's just been all it is is dump offs. Like they have no. Like, what happened to Chase Claypool? He's lost the deep threat. Yeah. He's gone. You got Juju getting plowed and dancing and doing nothing. You got James Conner who just looks. Boring, like they just—it's literally one of the most uninspiring offenses. And they got defense that's just lost their identity by losing yeah. Bud Dupree. Um, again, I'm gonna go with the Colts. I can't trust them. How could you bet Pittsburgh to win this? With what you've seen. Um, again, I don't think it's gonna be a super. I think it's gonna be a low-scoring game. I think it's gonna be like 21-17 for the Colts. Yeah, I mean Indianapolis. Obviously, you've got some bugaboos going on there. Uh, you, you've got some teams you got to worry about, namely the Titans, who have flustered you before. But everyone needs a win, and it would look really good to beat the hell out of the Steelers. And as you say, if they lose five games in a row and drop out, and the Steelers can't That'd make the playoffs, I'm kind of cheering for that. I am sort of cheering for it as well. But I actually like uh, Indianapolis to win this one only by two points. I've got them winning 28-26. Uh, moving on to our next game. This game will be very exciting. Well, will it be? Carolina, 4-10, visiting the 6-8 Washington Redskins. Washington, oh my god, I called them that. Sorry, ah, Washington. did you? Uh, Sorry. Racist. Na- Sorry, racist. Native Americans. You racist. Uh, I will do an ancestry test just to make sure I'm one of you. <laughs> um, but Washington is favored 2.5 points. 44.5 is the over-under. Uh, Christian McCaffrey may be back in this game. They're hoping to get him back. Again, why bother? Why risk him? I think you want, you want to try him in a game. You want to I guess, not waste right? the whole season. You want him to at least play. Also, he probably wants to get paid. Yeah, he probably wants. You know, I love it. We're always like, just to say, no, I'm playing. It's like, uh, yeah, maybe these guys want to play. Yeah, but they, it's you know, it's their job. He's they, got a they, supermodel girlfriend. You know, it's thing, like she's like, I really want something from Harry Winston. It's <laughs> the thing I've done since I was five years old. Yeah. Can I just do it, please? Um, not, I don't care about your fantasy. Or I don't care about the the franchise's yeah. long term plans. Um, I think this is going to be. Oh, you know what? I think after that, Washington, if Dwayne Haskins plays, which I can't imagine. And I don't think Alex Smith will be ready. I'm going to go yeah. Carolina to win this. I think that distraction is just going to be... And if, and if somehow Haskins plays, he's going to play terribly. Yeah. Uh, because he's just not a good quarterback. And he, with that type of irresponsible behavior, I'll go Carolina because I've been down on them all year. So I'm going to give them one more shot. And I'm going to say they're going to win it uh, 24-23. Close game. Well, I also like Carolina. I did mention them earlier. Uh, but you know what? They play things close. They keep it close. Washington, you know, everything is a mess in that NFC East. You don't know who's playing. You don't know what the motivation is. You know, their running game, Gibson, who they think might be back, but he's not going to play at full strength even if he is. Carolina's defense has been playing okay. Mike Davis has been playing pretty good. And the wide receivers in Carolina, you know, Washington's got that front, that really fast, furious front. But the secondary is weak. 
And when you have all those wide receivers that Carolina has, man, they can open up and make this a big game. So I've got Carolina winning this one 24-20. Moving on to the last game of the 6 o'clock games, we are talking uh, the Atlanta Falcons at the Kansas City Chiefs. In this one, Kansas City 4-10. Uh, sorry, Kansas City 13-1, and one, Atlanta 4-10. and 10.5 points is the over-under. Drop down to 10 now. 53 uh, points is the over-under in this. Or, sorry, yeah, 53.5. Um, so looking at this game, 10 points. Atlanta blew it after, you know, having the lead on Tampa Bay. <clears throat> are they going to be able to, are they gonna be able to well, like, yeah, find I motivation? Well, yeah, I think they'll be able to cover. I'm going to pick the Chiefs to win, obviously. I think just at home. Uh, but I think this could actually be a bit of a close game. I think after... Again, I'm, I can't bet Atlanta because it's just done me wrong so many times. Uh, the, but the Chiefs aren't blowing teams out anymore. It's just yeah. this has been a pattern. So uh, I don't think it's going to change really because you're going up against an offense that can move it at least mm-hmm. and can keep it competitive. And then you have a Chiefs D that is not you know a world-beating defense. They can be beat. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Chiefs to win this, but only by seven. And I'm going to say 33-26. Ryan, would you take a look at the score that I wrote down there at the bottom? Yes. I wrote the exact same score, 33-26. to Ryan does not see the scores that I put down. Uh, But, yeah, you know what? The one guy I think is going to have a really big game in this one, Travis Kelsey. Uh, Keeps getting... They cannot stop him. They cannot stop him. The guy's big. He's got great hands. Yeah, he's got a ridiculous... He's on pace for, like, 1,700 yards for tight end. Like you, I, I think Atlanta will do what they do, which is get a bit of a lead in this one. They seem to build up a lead, like the Jets. You start a lead, and then they blow it, and they will blow it. Um, but I actually think it'll be a fun game to watch. I think it will be a fun game. It's going to be a good game. It's a 6 o'clock game, which is great for us here in the UK. But I have this one 33-26, exactly like Ryan. Moving on to our 9 o'clock games. 9 o'clock, the 9.05 game. It is an AFC West matchup as the Denver Broncos visit the LA Chargers. These guys played in Week 8. It was a different game. Drew Locke was on fire. Uh, and, you know, basically the Chargers imploded in this one. Denver allowed 48 points to get scored on them by Buffalo. What do you think Herbert's going to do to them? Oh, yeah. He's coming off a big game with the Raiders. And then I think watching what Josh Allen did to the Broncos, they're definitely beatable. Because Broncos have a lot of injuries in their secondary. Mm-hmm. Chargers have a lot of weapons. Uh, they can run. The Chargers such a weird team. It's, again, it all comes down to coaching. If they had a good coach, I think they'd be a good team. They're going to be a fun team to watch next year, Chargers. They get a couple pieces back. Uh, from injury, they're going to be a lot of fun to watch. So I'm going to go with the Chargers to win this. I think I'm going with the better quarterback. Herbert's better than Drew Locke. It's not even close. And I'm going to go 27-20 Chargers. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on this one. You know, the, the problem is when we look at, you look at this L.A. team, a 5-9 and nine team, a lot of these games they could have won. And some of the losses they had were, you know, could have been wins. So, man, they played um, the, Coach Lynn. Oh, God, man. I mean... <laughs> They're way, they All right, he's is, getting is, the axe. Yeah, he's he will get the axe. axe. And I think this will be a team, a very exciting team to watch next year, this Chargers team. I think the people of San Diego are... It's like watching an, an ex-girlfriend become Giselle Bunchen, uh, And that's what's going to happen. But I've got the LA Chargers win 33-23, a 10-point victory in this one. Moving on to a next one. This will probably be a Sky game. We haven't seen it yet. But LA Rams, 9-5, and five, yeah. visiting the Seattle Seahawks, 10-4. and four. Seattle only favored by two in this one. The Rams... Having that big loss last week, the defense plays well, but Jared Goff, who is playing this week? Which Jared Goff is playing? And then, of course, you've had some some injuries as well. Uh, Akers is also looks like he's gone for the season, so Daryl Henderson will be in. That obviously hurts the LA Rams not having a running game. Yeah, I think um, it's especially there, there's a couple things. I think the Rams. 
If you're Seattle, you're worried because the Rams are coming off a loss to the Jets. So they're mm. like, shit, that number one defense is going to be furious. Yeah. Aaron Donald's going to be angry. He's going to be coming at them. So I think that's what's going to be the deciding factor. I think Goff is going to have to wipe this off. I think Sean McVay was embarrassed by that loss. I'm yeah. only going by the sheer embarrassment of losing to the Jets. Yeah. Why I'm picking Always the good LA, motivation. Why I'm picking LA to win this. Because I would usually pick Russ at home. But there's no fans, so it doesn't really matter. But I'm going to go with the Rams to win this uh, 30 to 27. Just because they they just can't. After that Jets loss, you, you have to win. See, I, I, I just don't know. If, having seen that, I don't know if the Rams are that good anymore. I really don't. And losing the running game and watching Goff, who I think is a flip of the coin on any given day. Seattle's defense is coming up. They're playing better. I like Seattle in this one. I like Seattle at home. It's going to be rainy. It's going to be crappy. And L.A. is not going to be able to get over this. I see, like, Pittsburgh, they're going to take another loss in a row. I think it could get ugly, but for now, I've only got a, I've got the, the Seahawks winning by three, but I think it could get ugly. 26-23 uh, for me. Uh, speaking of ugliness, let's let's visit the NFC East as the Eagles, 4-9-1, visit the 5-9 Dallas they're Cowboys. They're still only a game out of the playoffs. They're the all... Division. Nine losses, game out. Yeah, game Amazing. out. Uh, Jalen Hurts, you know, uh, killed it up on DK. He's got to be scary for other teams now because yeah, he's got this man. new quarterback to face. I think it's... We've seen this. Again, we saw it with Dak. We see it with these young rookie quarterbacks. Teams get rejuvenated. They're... From sitting with Wentz for 14 weeks, they were probably like, thank God somebody can run and do some stuff. Make things happen. I think the Eagles are... I think just Dallas, to me, is just... Again, I don't trust Amari Cooper. I don't trust Ezekiel Elliott. I don't trust their defense. So I'm going to go with the hot hand. I'm going to go with Jalen Hurts, uh, potentially, to, to fight for this division. Because I think Jalen Hurts in the playoffs is going to be the most fun player yeah. out of that division. So I'm going to go with the Eagles uh, to win this 23-21. You know, the one thing, you, you look at Dallas, and they put up 71 points in two weeks. Pretty impressive. You know, they are putting up a lot of points. And when you look at what they did to that 49ers defense last week, you look at it, I was watching the half, you're like, oh my God, they're crushing them. But, you know, their offensive line is horrible. And you can rattle uh, Andy Dalton. And, right. and, and the, you know, the running game, Pillard did well. Fat Zeke is out, uh, as far as anyone concerned. So, yeah, I like Philadelphia here in this one. A one and a half point favorite. I've got them winning this by four. I've got a 28 24 for Philadelphia. This game is going to be a big one. It's not on until yeah. 1 in the morning, but folks, you probably don't have to work. Uh, so if you'd like to save up till 5 a.m., uh, a little thing called cocaine. Yeah, to keep white, you up. white Christmas. The white Christmas, everyone, <laughs> if you want to stay up. Or pop a pill, wherever the kids are doing yeah. these days. Maybe Jesus does it for you, I'm not sure. Yeah. But if you want to stay up till 4 in the morning, suggest you watch the Tennessee Titans visit the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers at home in Lambeau. Beat you by th- uh, three and a half points in favor. definitely watching this game the next morning. I think it's going to be a fun game to watch. Uh, Derek Henry against that Packers de- defense. Seeing again, the Tennessee doesn't have a good defense in itself. So Aaron, I think Aaron Rodgers can really pick them apart. I think it's going to be a real high-scoring game. As Vegas indicated by putting it fifty-six. Fifty-six. I think huh? they think it is as well. Um, I think Tannehill against Rodgers is a fun matchup. Yeah. I think Aaron Jones versus Henry is a fun matchup. Does uh, I think it's going to be a great game. I'm excited for it. But I'm going to go with the Titans to win this just because. I, they're fighting for that division. Yeah. You know, they they they, they, they lose, then they, they lose to the Colts. They lose the division, drop down to like the sixth seed. Uh, so I'm going to go Tennessee 33-30. I am with you. It's going to be an exciting game. And the running. I think it's going to be both running because Green Bay sucks against the run. And Derrick Henry is, is they're going to have to find a way to stop him. But at the same token. Santa Claus in December. The same token, how is Tennessee? Aaron Jones is well as well. Yeah. So it's just going to be running back and forth. 
Um, you know, the weather will probably be frightful and, and snow, but that's fine. It's a nighttime game in Green Bay. Lots of cold, so it's going to be a hard ball. So I don't know about how high that score is going to go. But I have Green Bay winning this one, actually, at home. I've got Green Bay winning this one 30-26. But you, I think it comes down to the running game. I, again, this is going to be very exciting. I will be getting up early pretty much as this game is finishing. So all of my Packers friends, you will be getting messages from me throughout <laughs> the early morning uh, ruining the score. Final game. Uh, it's the last game. It Dude. is the Buffalo Best Bills versus New England Patriots. We all know. We all look forward to these December games. This is Tuesday morning. Uh, Monday night football, if you want to stay up for this one. one fifteen kickoff, if you want to watch it in the morning. I'm sure Ryan will be staying up with his baby. No, I don't. I don't you're, you're, um, sure, you're sure your wife loves when you stay up till uh, 4 a.m. watching no, games? No, I, I will be watching it in the morning. Um, I'm excited for this game because it could be the first Bills sweep of the Patriots in, I don't know, mm -hmm. that's probably 25 years as well. Uh, I think, again, you don't know. I think I'd be shocked if Cam Newton finishes this game the way he's been playing. I think the Bills... Stidham. Without they don't have Damian Harris. They they Stephon Gilmore got injured. Yeah. So now who's going to cover Stephon Diggs, uh, who had a bit of a foot injury, but I think it'll be fine. John Brown might be back. So this Bills defense is going to want to really make a statement to be like, this is our division, and you're going to sit in that well, not in the yeah. basement. You're going to sit in the second level. Yeah, um, not the Jets, not the basement. Shut your mouth, uh, Josh Allen. But the problem is Josh Allen always struggles against the Patriots. So I'm not envisioning the Josh Allen game where he puts up 400 yards. I think the Patriots always keep it slow, low-scoring game. So I'm yeah. going to go uh, Bills 24-17. to 17. No, I, I'm with you. Normally it is a low-scoring game. But as you said, Gilmore out, you know, Buffalo showing what they can do. I like Buffalo to actually put up a bunch of points here. And it's also, I think, their defense is going to score a few points here as well uh, because Cam makes mistakes. I have Buffalo winning this one 35-20. to 20. Yes. Uh, that's it for our predictions for Week 16 in the NFL, everyone. Um, please follow us on social media. You know, uh, obviously we're hoping to have some parties for everyone next year, but it looks like we're locked down till whenever, so that's not going to happen. But on behalf of Ryan and I, Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, everyone. Happy New Year. Thanks for listening. And uh, hugs and kisses to all of those you love. Go Bears.